Yeah, excellent. So uh, I just want to go over the basics of ANC, the uh, measurement or the result that you get. So it would just explain what that actually means. So uh, it's one of those things, you know, a lot of people talk about this headphone is 20 dB ANC or another one's 30. What's your number? And, right. and we like to see a number, but um, people use things, uh, uh, use these numbers a little bit differently. So it's not always consistent. I'm going to just measure one. Uh, that's actually the measurement left over. I'm going to measure this unit. So I start with how we do it is we start with the ANC switched off and we just put the headphone on the tester and of course there's uh, measurement microphones and everything built into that. So the sound is going to come from the outside through the headphone and into those measurement microphones and we'll uh, get a reading essentially on, the, uh, on, on that noise. Okay. Whoa. So I don't know if that uh, bursts in too loud or not. But, uh, no, no, it's fine. We can at least hear what's going on as you're going through the, the demo here. Yeah, exactly. So I, um, we just generated, a, it's called a pink noise signal, actually. just happens to be a pink noise. And uh, so there's, there's that noise coming from outside to inside with the ANC switched off. So now I'll switch it on. I'll repeat the same measurement, the same uh, noise from the outside, and then we'll compare what did we get when it was switched off to what do we get when it's switched on? Okay. And this is the answer. So I'll just take a one step back and we have something called the noise spectrums first. Okay. So I'll zoom in on this. Uh, so we got a, we got a wider shot of the, uh, the zoomy, the test fixture now. You do. Uh, bump that a little bit. Should be a bit uh, pretty close, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's good. We can see what's uh, what's being measured uh, in this view. I don't want to scrutinize this too much other than to say that uh, what we're looking at is that noise uh, split up into all the frequencies that, was, that were coming out. So it's enough to say that that uh, pink noise has low frequencies and high frequencies all mixed together and to a noise signal. And so if we were to look at any given frequency point, you know, starting at 10, 100, 1K, 10K hertz, we can read off and see how much SPL we were getting at those different uh, noise levels. Mm -hmm. And there's two curves that are um, when we had the thing switched off and two curves when we had it switched on. And you can, you can just see that there's a gap between the two. So those frequencies have been reduced. Okay, so the top line is on or off? and uh, The top line is when it's switched off and there's nothing there. It's just the noise coming directly from that speaker into the measurement microphones. And then we switch it on, the uh, level at those frequencies, sort of between 100 and 1K usually, yeah. uh, are reduced. And what we'll do is we'll actually take those two curves and we'll subtract them and, and look at exactly what that, just the difference between them, rather than trying to, you know, read, pick through that and, and see what the difference is. And this is it here. So the maximum difference is at around uh, almost 200 hertz. Uh, that's called the peak. And the peak point on this headphone is around, I'm getting 32 and 33. So we could call, call it 30, you know what I mean? So no, no why, would range be, of it. Uh, why would there be an unbalance between the, the two cups, the two headphones? Uh, is that just... Uh, in this wow. case, it's going to... Uh, that'd be quite common because it'll come down to manufacturing tolerances, basically. Okay. For this particular unit, it's been knocked around a little bit. And I've had to play with it, taking the earpads on and off a hundred times. So one side's probably a little bit worn out compared to the other. Um, you would like to see it probably more um, balanced than that, but that's not bad. Uh, you won't hear that 
you're used to, right. you won't be able to tell that difference. Right. So we had a peak point and we, we just labeled as the peak values. And that's often what's used as the ANC value that people talk about. It's that absolute peak point. I don't really like that because it doesn't capture the full effect. That is to say, you could arrange things to have a quite a, a, a big number from your yeah. peak point, but actually the ANC is very narrow. It's not doing a lot of work. So uh, what we do is we actually calculate their total area under that curve. So you, you sum up all of that, uh, uh, that space. Right. And you calculate a number and, um, and here it is here. So actually we have, uh, it's uh, 26.7 or 26.8 in fact. So call it, you know, it's almost 27 and then 26, 27 and 26. So okay. that's a better representation when you're comparing headphones of, of what the ANC level is. So just to um, uh, be very clear, this is actually the sum of uh, uh, log of X multiplied by the, uh, by the magnitude. So you don't need to worry too much about that. Again, it's just, uh, if you were to see how much, what's the total area if we would fill up that hole. Right. I should point out that there's zero here. So in fact, I'll just quickly do that. If I have nothing, And I still have nothing. I just end up with zero. Right. Nothing changed between those two measurements. So I just get a flat line at zero dB. So, so somebody using this test fixture to compare maybe some, some ODM headphones or, or even, um, you know, perhaps a, a factory claims that they have this peak ANC, uh, ability with their product, um, but yes. just having the peak doesn't necessarily make it the best ANC product because it's the sum of that, that ANC reduction that you want to target for, you know, overall a better product in terms of its ANC performance. Definitely, definitely. But, and, you know, in fairness, um, in fairness, in most cases, the peak and that total area number actually scale together. So a higher peak means a, a larger area. So it's okay. not a, it's not a bad uh, it's not a bad figure to quote. But I like to see directly what's the total area, what's the total amount of noise that's being cancelled essentially. And so those numbers uh, we just saw the other one was twenty six, twenty seven. I think let's have a look at this one. Yeah. Somebody else's uh, headset. I'm not going to. We're not going to worry about who's exactly. This is just. <laughs> Uh, so that previous one, I just stored the shadow line. You can still just see it there. Right. So if you can flip the switch. Uh, now then, uh, let's see uh, if, should we just zoom in a bit closer? Yeah, okay. So this headset, I've got a peak at around 22 and a total area about 17 and a half-ish, let's say. And you can kind of see, I'll just disable those uh, annotations so we can see the shadow line. There's that whole bunch of area that the first headset filled in with noise, or, you know, had noise reduction that this one doesn't. So it's a lot smaller area. And yeah, that figure is, is lower also, in fact, by almost 10 dB. So what that means to say is the previous one, we had a peak of minus 32, I think it was. And this one's at a peak of minus 22. Our total area is actually 
similarly down by 10 dB. So what I say, those two do have a relationship, but I'm gonna just uh, go and find a unit that is, let's say, not the highest quality, and we'll see uh, how that affects it. Okay. So yeah, just everybody, uh, Simon jumped into this pretty quickly. Um, just, uh, we forgot to introduce ourselves here um, in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in what we're doing here. So yeah, this is uh, uh, something we're going to try to do every week. And so this week's topic, yep. as you guys, uh, if you're watching, already know is we're kind of detailing when you're uh, doing some measurements of ANC uh, headphones. Uh, what does it actually mean when you see these these charts on in this instance a zoomy system tested measurement so um let's just uh let's just continue uh with simon's demonstration with another pair of headphones right so i uh, i've been looking at a couple of let's say fairly standard good performance stuff here's one that is not too bad but uh, hopefully it will just demonstrate to us the uh, difference between uh, something that's very good and something that's not <laughs> That was ANC off, now I'll just switch it on. Yep. Okay, so we've got a similar peak in this case, 20-ish, good to say 21, but our actual area under the curve is a lot less than that previous model. Okay. So if you were to compare those two, if you were to listen to those two, you'd say that that previous one had more noise reduction but if you were to just look at the specs and say, well, this one's 20, you know, 21, and this one's 22, there's much more than one dB difference. And so that's why it's good to look at that area under the curve. This mm -hmm. is a, quite a small area under the curve while hitting a peak value. Okay, good. So uh, the, I'll just remove those annotations again so we can see there's a, an ANC curve. It sort of starts at about zero. Usually you can't cancel down to zero hertz. So right at the bottom frequency, it will be about zero. And in the high frequency range, it will also generally be about zero. There's to certain reasons why you can't really do active noise reduction at the very high frequencies to do with wavelength and, and resonances and so on. So it's all concentrated in this range, sort of in the tens of hertz up to say one kilohertz. Some, some will do a bit higher than that, depends. In-ear earphones maybe can go a bit better than large headphones in terms of the range. And then we're generally going to see uh, some area scooped out of there. And the goal is to try and get as much area scooped out as possible. Mm -hmm. And that was this number, the area under the curve. And, and uh, just a lot of what people do with the uh, active noise cancelling headphones, the, uh, the, the digital removal of the noise in the lower frequencies, but then is it not correct that a lot of the noise reduction in the higher frequencies is done with mechanical, both the, like the seal and the cup and these kind of issues? Okay. Approaches? Yep, exactly. So well, let's, uh, let's just uh, demonstrate that. So that would be what happens, we'd be comparing what happens when there's no headset on your head compared to when there, you do just put a he headphones on or an earphone uh, without worrying too much about the um, uh, active part of it, just the passive. So I start off just with nothing. And that gives me a baseline. That's the noise from the outside world. Then I'll put this headset on with no ANC switched on. And that's what you're talking about there. I'll just remove that curve. 
the low frequency, it's more or less at zero. There's almost no effect from the headphone and then it starts to drop down and down in the high frequencies. So that's just the effect of the headphone blocking the sound from the outside world. Let's take something, well, let's take something like this. That one's a bit obvious. Let's go back to that first one. This is probably not that spectacular in terms of its uh, passive noise blocking. Try this. I think this one's quite good. It's got juicy air pads and it's quite well sealed in the rear chamber and everything. So that's it's a lot of work for the sound to get to the inside. Mm -hmm. Okay, so actually that's interesting. I have ANC left on, switched on on this one. So you can still see if you remember that ANC kind of V-shaped effect in the picture here. Mm-hmm. I'll switch the ANC off and repeat it. So we'll remove that part of it. Then we'll just see just the passive. There we go. So this, uh, the top part, the high frequency part of the curve stayed the same. We just, uh, by not using the ANC, we don't have that reduction in the low frequency anymore. But that's very typical. It would just basically reduce more and more sound as the frequency gets higher and higher. So high frequencies don't pass through uh, solid materials as well as low frequencies do. It's yeah. a bit like if you uh, imagine if you're in a, you know, a two adjacent rooms and someone's talking in the next room, you can sort of hear the murmur part of the voice, but you can't hear the high frequency part that gets blocked out really well by walls or, or solid materials. But the low frequency can get through fairly well. So you end up just with that murmuring thing. And that leads back to uh, what's the benefit of uh, active noise reduction is that you can remove that low frequency stuff that you can't get rid of just by putting, uh, you know, like a mechanical barrier in, in, in the way like good old fashioned, uh, uh, you know, workers earmuffs that just block the sound. They do a fantastic job at high frequency, but they're not that effective at low frequency. Whereas noise cancelling will complement that low frequency part very well, but it can't really do high frequency. Right. Um, <clears throat> so would it then it obviously would be more challenging to do ANC in earbud style uh, products uh, where you have uh, a barrier or not so not not necessarily the case um the earbuds would be more difficult just because the space is very limited but there are certain benefits as well so for example one of the things is with an anc system you have a microphone located somewhere for feed forward okay just uh don't worry about the detail but you have somewhere on the outside of the ear cup you have a microphone that's picking up that noise signal Mm -hmm. and then passing it through a filter and out through the speaker. And when it comes out of the speaker, it should be the opposite of the, the noise that it's been making its way through. Um, in a big headphone, the distance between the microphone, sensor microphone, and where you're going to pump out that sound is quite large. And so that has effects in terms of the, the uh, wavelength, what, how far into the future you can predict or something. We could say something like that, essentially. Okay. When you have a small earphone, your sensor microphone is very close to, or a lot closer to the eardrum, essentially. So you can do a higher frequency, a, long, a wider bandwidth of noise reduction. Oh, oh, okay. So earbuds actually can do very, very well for feed forward. Feedback, again, it's a, as much a problem of um, space as it is anything. And a big headset, 
feedback microphone is that you put the microphone inside the ear cup next to your ear. Uh, okay. Whereas feed forward is the microphone on the outside. Right. Okay, so I didn't want to uh, dive off into the technical stuff too much. It's just uh, these these headphones so far actually have been a combination of feedback and feed forward. It happens. You don't see any difference from the outside when you're measuring. You don't see exactly that difference. So these these have all been hybrid ANC uh, design. Not all. There's been some feedback only. Uh, this one is actually a hybrid. Okay. The one that gets 30 dB. So generally, uh, just with feedback only, you wouldn't be able to do much better than 20 and a few dB. Okay. So, no, there's no, there's no, uh, there isn't like a basic physics reason. It's just that, that that acoustic system really limits you to around the 20 dB. You can go a bit higher. So if you want to reach the 30s or more, you need to have uh, hybrid feed forward and feedback. Okay, that's good. And thing. then feed forward, you, you're limited, you're not limited, but uh, it's hard to do a lot better than a sort of a 20 as well. Okay. So those are good things for people to know when they're, they're looking at a, a product spec. Is it feed forward, feedback, or hybrid? And what can you expect yep. from it? So knowing those expectations and then when you measure them, um, you should see if it's, it's up to par based on the, uh, the approach to ANC. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just uh, that's one of the things. If somebody advertises my feedback, I have a feedback thirty dB. They probably it's probably not. Maybe hybrid or some other because it's not really possible to do that in a headphone structure. Okay. I mean, if you went to some real extremes, it's possible. But anything practical, it's not really going to be much over twenty. Right. Just with feedback, I should say. Feed forward is not really limited in the same way. Uh, but for different reasons, you'd end up uh, struggling to do much better than, say, 20. Mm. Okay. All right. So what, what else would the people, besides benchmarking and seeing what uh, the area under the curve, what other kind of uh, information should people be taking off when they are, are measuring or benchmarking uh, a product? Yep. So let's cover one other point as we've talked about uh, the, the – uh, taking that scoop out of the curve and reducing the noise. There's one other part to look out for, and that is uh, adding noise. So I'll use this set again because it has a bit of noise addition. The others don't, uh, don't really have it so much. So I'll just repeat that measurement. Let's repeat that measurement. We'll get the curve for this one. Okay, so uh, I'll remove that one and let's show some details. Now, we also look out for uh, what is the maximum point that goes past zero. So it actually adds some noise. So one of these, uh, it's one of the elements of the system is that it's unavoidable. At some point you have to get back to zero and uh, you can have a little bit of overshoot. So in this case, we've got like plus three and a half dB, which is a little bit high. So you're actually adding some noise at this frequency. And uh, that can give you quite a seashell effect if you're wearing it, let's say, you know, you're in an aircraft or something. If you put on the, something that doesn't really have any overshoot or very low overshoot, you just reduce the noise. When you put on something that does have this noise addition, you get that seashell effect where uh, yeah. uh, frequencies are boosted up and it's, it can be a little bit unpleasant. You wanna watch out for that. Okay. 
So interesting, just and this measurement also to mention. So I just dump the headphone on and uh, I can see that that's uh, blue, the right-hand side is quite a bit different to the first time I measured it. They were both around 20 something, 21-ish the first time, right? So I probably just didn't seat that very well. So I'll give it a little wriggle and we'll run it. seated it a bit better so um, I guess that also and in fact when we got it better seated that uh, overshoot moved down on frequency and increased a little bit so uh, it's quite sensitive to the acoustic setup as well mm -hmm. so I think maybe that covers it just for uh, this first round sure at yeah. that level yeah so yeah, let's, uh, how do I cancel spotlight? Let's try to. Your background's nice. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I've just got a black piece. There we go. Okay, so yeah, just uh, so everybody who's watching wants to know what's going on here. Uh, so Simon is with uh, Zumi Systems. He's based in Japan. And uh, my name is Dave Lindbergh, and uh, we run the uh, sales and marketing uh, for Zumi Systems. And so today we were just going through a quick demonstration on uh, with a Zumi HPA85. Um, this is what you can do in terms of uh, taking products, measuring them. This is probably for a benchmarking application, I would guess, unless you, you think of other applications where you'd want to be able to know what the ANC means, Simon, what besides benchmarking? Yeah, you'll be doing it for benchmarking just to uh, debug, to find out about the, if there's any problems and et cetera. So I guess you could bundle that all in as benchmarking, but um, uh, there is always a need for that to just bench top quick uh, ANC measurement so you can understand what's going on with any headphones. It's hard, sometimes hard to determine just by listening to it, especially if you don't have a lot of background noise and you pick up a sample, you can't really tell too much difference because it's already too quiet. So you want to be able to put it on the tester and get a number off it. Right. What's the real, what's the real number? Okay. So yeah. So anybody wants to know more about the Zumi system and how they can uh, perhaps use it with their, their, their company, uh, please reach out to us, uh, put the contact information here and uh, we're going to start a channel where we talk about different features of the Zumi systems products and uh, go over this maybe, maybe once a week or biweekly, something like that going forward. So, uh, thanks. Yeah, I think we'll just cover, uh, cover a range of acoustic topics because there's a lot of, um, let's say, uh, a lack of understanding in certain areas so we can sure. kind of expose a little bit of uh, what's going on. Sure. All right. So, yeah, thanks, everybody, for watching and click subscribe and uh, you can keep updated with our, our progress here. So have a great day and thanks, Simon, for taking the time. Thanks, Dave. Okay. Bye-bye.